It is time to have access to uncommon realms of glory and success. Yet, this can only be achieved on the platform of the mystery of wisdom. Get said, Prophet Prince Ohini Bequin is teaching mysteries for your mastery. Focus, listen now. Can to clear my Matthew chapter 11 verse 28. Jesus said, Come unto me all you that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. There is rest for everyone who comes to Jesus. There is rest for everyone who comes to Jesus. There is rest for everyone who comes to Jesus. Our walk with God is a walk where Jesus has guaranteed us rest. All round rest. All round rest. Somebody say all round rest. Yeah. Yeah. And so, as a child of God, expect the rest of God. Expect the rest of God. Expect the comfort of God. Expect the easiness that God brings. Expect the easiness that God brings. Our covenant day service is a prayer service. Expect the easiness that God brings. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 1 and 2. Comfort ye, comfort ye, my people, saith Lord. Speak comfortably to Zion. And tell her that her warfare is accomplished. That her iniquity is pardoned. For she had received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. Amen. Amen. Speak comfortably unto Zion. Tell her her warfare has been accomplished. So it takes warfare to enter into rest. It takes warfare to enter into rest. Speak comfortably unto Zion and tell her that her warfare has been accomplished. So it is the accomplishment of warfare that brings rest. As long as there are battles to fight, there will not be rest. But you have to battle and overcome the war. Before you can celebrate rest. So in the kingdom of God. Rest is not inactivity. Rest is not inactivity. 
Rest is having power to conquer every warfare. It is after you have victory in the warfare that you can say you have entered into his rest. You cannot have peace of mind, peace of heart in a war-torn zone until the war is over. So it takes an end to war for you to have rest. Is somebody here? It takes an end to war for you to have rest. So as long as there are battles to fight, and you decide not to fight those battles, then you cannot enjoy rest. Rest is God's divine reward for overcoming battles. Rest is God's reward system for men and women who overcome their warfare. This morning, as we are about to enter into prayer, May God give you the strength to overcome in the name of Jesus. May God give you the strength to overcome in the name of the Lord Jesus. So it takes warfare and victory in warfare to have victory. It takes warfare and victory in warfare to have the peace the rest you are looking for. That means if you fail to contend with the issues that is making your marriage restless, it will never live by itself. Because speak comfortably unto Zion, tell her her warfare not has been abandoned, has been accomplished. It's not that she abandoned the warfare, but she accomplished the warfare. So, any fight you have to fight today that you postpone it tomorrow, you will fight it tomorrow. You fight and overcome it once and for all before you can have rest in that area. Okay. So, rest is not the same as vacation. Because when you vacate, you will go back. Rest is total conquest. You conquer it totally. That's where you have rest. You conquer it. You have dominion over it completely before you can have rest. So, avoiding the realities of warfare is either madness or stupidity, but either of them is a mental situation. Because Paul said, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. Ephesians 6.12. We wrestle. So, even if you decide that you are not wrestling, you are still wrestling. That's the inspired word of God. If you decide that you think you are not wrestling, you are still wrestling. Just because you don't have eyes to see in the spirit. Every failure in every area of life is a result of inadequacy. 
That's it. Until it is sufficient, there is no breakthrough. Until it is sufficient, there is not going to be any breakthrough. So you are praying to God about your marriage. You have to pray to overcome and accomplish the warfare before you have rest. Is somebody here? Yeah. And faith is the shield that gives you victory in warfare. We are laying the foundations. Faith is your shield of victory in warfare. Faith. First John chapter 5 verse 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. So faith is what gives you guarantee that you will overcome every battle that you are facing. Anytime you see a man or a woman who does not have faith, you will see life winning over that person's case. It takes faith to win over life. If you don't have faith, you cannot win in this life. Because there is a wrestling and you're already involved. And faith is the shield that gives you power to overcome. Raw faith. Raw faith. Raw faith is a product of believing God. Raw faith is a product of believing God. So many people do not believe God. I didn't say they don't believe in the existence of a God. I said they don't believe God. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. But scripture says, for whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. I see your faith coming alive in the name of Jesus. So it takes faith to engage in the battle. And it takes engagement in the battle to have victory. And it takes victory to have rest. Are you seeing it? No faith, no supply of the spirit to fight. If you don't have the supply of the spirit to fight, there will not be victory. And if you don't have victory, there will not be rest. So, faith is the raw material that will determine your rest. Faith is therefore the raw material that will determine your rest. And the next question is, what is this faith? What is this faith? Because we have seen that it takes faith to fight. And it takes fighting to have victory. And it takes victory to have rest. So therefore, we have to find what is the basis of our faith. Romans 10, 17. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. 
That means if you can hear the word of God, you will have faith. I am here this morning to preach to somebody for a few moments so that the person can have faith. So that your faith will give you the power to fight. So that in fighting you will have victory. And so that in having victory you have your rest. Hallelujah. That is why it is absolutely important that you pay attention to the word of God that comes. One day, a general went to a house to have a meeting with them. And the general was being served by two people. One was serving by sitting under the feet of the general. Another was serving by going around and making food. The one who was going around to make food rather came to report the one who was listening to the general. And he said, Master, tell my sister to join me in making food for you. And the general said, one thing is needful. It's not the food you are making. And Mary, your sister, has chosen it. So many people don't understand the power of priority. That's why their lives always look disorganized. The food that they were cooking was for the same master. But the food that he would eat one day was not important to him more than the word of God that will sustain the woman forever. So, you don't pay attention to the word of God that's coming. You are moving up and down, doing this and that. Ah, you may move up and down and get something that will last you for a day. But somebody will receive a word that will last the person forever. The impact is not the same. So your maximum attention must be to understand the word of God the way the man of God is preaching it. It's not the way you think he's saying. If a teacher is teaching a class and you decide to write exam by the way you understand it, then you have to mark it yourself. You have to write it the way the teacher said it. You're the one who's teaching you now. It's the one who's interpretation is your ability to conceptualize what the speaker is saying. So what you are thinking? If you cannot grasp what he's saying, you're already lost. How can you hear him? Can you hear him? Do you understand? So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. So when the word of God is coming, it is an opportunity for you to grow your faith because it will take faith to fight. It will take fighting to have victory and it will take victory to have rest. There is no shortcut. There is no shortcut. And this morning, somebody will enter into rest in the name of Jesus. Now, so, let's look at three forms of rest you must find in Christ. Number one, rest from physical labor. There are many people who are restless because certain physical things they want to see turn around have not turned around. In Christ, you shall receive rest from any physical thing that is challenging you in the name of Jesus. You see people looking for jobs and they are restless. God is able to give you jobs that you are looking for. In Christ, you find the physical things you are looking for. 
One day, a farmer went on his field, which was the sea, to work, and he labored all night long. Luke chapter number five. He said, Master, we have toiled all night long. We have labored physically for productivity. Yet there is nothing to show for. We have labored physically. We have invested our time, our energy, our expertise and skill, acumen and ability. Yet nothing has changed. That was Peter's story. In Luke chapter 5, that was his story. We have toiled all night long. There are people here who have toiled for years and have not seen anything change. You will receive rest from Christ today in the name of Jesus. Look at Luke chapter 5 verse 5. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night long and have taken nothing. And have taken nothing. There are people who have worked for 10 years but have not saved 10K. Just 10K. As small as 10K. There are people who say they are running business. They have done it for 8 years. Yet they don't have 800 Ghana CD in their business account. We have taught all night long and yet we have nothing to show for. Listen, it's mockery to be doing something when people expect things to change and it's not changing. It's mockery. It's mockery. It's mockery to be going to the riverside, busily fetching water. We check the gallon and there's still nothing in it. It's mockery. And so many people are engaging in an activity of mockery. Carrying things. Yet, when you see their destination, there is nothing there. The question is, what are the things you carried and where are they? So, you see Peter on the sea of Galilee working. This man, theologians believe he had worked for 15 years on the sea before he met Jesus. He understands the dynamics of the waves, he knows the locations of the fishes. He knows the type of fishes that are available. He knows the time that he will catch all the fishes. Bible said, when Jesus came, he said, we have toiled all the night. We have labored physically all the night. And yet we have nothing. It's possible to engage all your administrative knowledge and your accounting principles and your entrepreneurial skills and yet have nothing. That was Peter's case. That was Peter's case. But what happened? What brought the turn around to Peter? We have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word. Everybody say at thy word. At thy word. I will let down the net. Listen, the word of God can have effect on your physical work. That's what Peter is saying. Let's say Peter was a foolish person. Huh? The whole universe was created by the word of God. Every human being was brought out by the word of God. Plans were created when God said, let them appear. And what is job? 
is ignorance. Just ignorance. Peter said, I have been a master entrepreneur for 15 years. And even though my work is physical, it's laborious, it is energy consuming. However, as you have spoken a word, I trust the word over my physical expertise. You see people who have nothing challenging God. Forgive. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net did break. Have you seen that? The word of God had an effect on his physical work. Today, I came to speak a word of God over somebody's physical business that you will suddenly come out from emptiness in the name of Jesus. And you will suddenly receive abundance in the name of Jesus. Now, as they believed what Jesus said, it happened to them practically. Any faith that does not end in practical testimony is fake. It's fake. And when the faith is fake, it will fail. It's as if it's the story that when Peter followed the word of Jesus, he caught fishes. Why would he have been written? And why would Peter have followed him all the days of his life? He remembers how this guy spoke and we found fish, even though we worked all the night and we found nothing. Every genuine faith will produce genuine results. And every fake faith will fail. Physically, he had an issue with his job. He believed the word that came. It transformed something. It transformed something. He moved from a lack to abundance. He moved from abject poverty to multiplication. The same day he had nothing. By the end of the day, the Bible said they beckoned on other friends in other ship to join them because what they caught, the sales they made, was too much that their savings account could not hold it. They called on others to receive the extra that they couldn't catch. They had genuine faith in Yeshua. It produced a practical resource now. Every fake faith will fail. The fake people have fake faith. It doesn't matter how nice we put an artificial plant here. It will not grow. It will not bear fruit. It's fake. We may water it. We may plant it in the soil. It will still fail. Because it's fake. If it is fake, it will fail. What you need therefore is a genuine faith in God. Huh? Genuine faith is seen by what you do with the word he spoke to you. And that's what Peter did. When he heard from God, he obeyed the word. I said, faith is equal to obedience. Obedience. 
Obedience. I came to prophesy over somebody's life that in the name of Jesus, your labor shall not be in vain in the name of Jesus. Amen. I see God turning your profession around in the name of Jesus. Amen. I see God moving you to your next dimension in your career in the name of Jesus. Amen. You have heard testimonies of, I had nothing. Our business had nothing. But when you delivered the prophetic word, I believed and I worked hard. I have enough money that will last us for the next six months. Other one says, I have enough money. The money I've received in one month is money that others will receive in one year. How do you lie to somebody who has a testimony that it did not happen? One day a man was blind. Jesus prayed for him and his eyes open. The Pharisees gathered our council and they called the man. They said, you are the blind man that used to sit at the gate. He said, yes. They called his mother and father. They said, you, was your child not born blind? He said, yes, he was born blind. Then they asked the mother, why is it that he now sees? Then the mother said, he is old enough. Let him speak for himself. They called the child. What? You are blind. Now you see. Were you faking it? He said, no, I was blind. He said, how is it that you see? He said, I don't know. But I know I was blind and now I can see. You cannot take it from him that he was blind and he can see. May your faith give you a miracle in the name of Jesus. I said, may your faith give you a miracle in the name of the Lord Jesus. So, one word from God can turn your life around. One word from God can turn your life around. God does not need support. He is the all in all. Huh? Hey, God, now he wants to help your life. You can't help God. How will you help God? Look at Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 15. Whatever struggle you are facing in your job is coming to an end in the name of Jesus. I said that struggle is coming to an end in the name of the labor of Jesus. The labor of the foolish worry at every one of them because he lacks knowledge. That's why the word of God is important. The word of God gives you knowledge. So when Jesus spoke and he said, go and fish once again, turn to the right side. Lunch into the deep because they had knowledge. It was no, no longer a foolish labor. There are many people who are laboring foolishly. Let me give you an example. You are in a mining company. You have spent three years trying to find oil in a certain area. You have not found the oil and you are still there. One man went to sea, couldn't find fish. He met a prophet. The prophet released a word. Turn to the right, go deep. They found abundance. You, you see a lot of people doing work and it's foolishness, but they don't know. The answers are always there. I will not struggle finding something for even three days. There is no serious issue in my life that I spent three days on it. No. Come on. How can you spend one year looking for a job and you don't even know where you are going to get the work? So you address up and down. 
the labor of the foolish. He does not know how. Now, you see a lot of people working and they are actually engaged in a repetitive, non-productive activity. And that's what you call work. They are repeating what they are doing. It's non-productive. And it is an activity. That's what they call work. It's called the labor of the foolish. That's what you have to stay away from. When a word is released from God, everything that you are looking for is in the word. Trade by the word. Simple. And it will affect your business. To affect your business. It will affect your business. It affected Peter's business. It will affect your business. I said it will affect your business in the name of Jesus. Amen. Your work is maybe related to marketing or sales. And you step out from your room without praying to the Holy Spirit to show you where to go. If people see you up and down, they say you are working yet you have nothing. It's a work. It's labor of the foolish. No, you have spent three hours and all the people you went to were the people who were not around. Is it work? Is that not what Peter was doing initially? He was moving, navigating. He still got nothing. Do you know what work is? Work is profit. Just profit. That's all. Not activity. Hmm? Somebody will receive rest today in the name of Jesus. Amen. You are looking for a job. I see that job released in the name of Jesus. Amen. You are believing God for a certain open door. I see that door open for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Listen to one testimony that came. Fantastic testimony. Fantastic. My goodness. The gentleman actually sent me the forms itself. The letter he received. But he just summarized it. So, in the message, he said, The God of Prophet of Hinnabar Queen has done it as it was prophesied. The decision of the application was supposed to take six months. I applied on the 10th of February. And even though it should take six months, the outcome has come on the 25th of March. 10th of February to 25th March. Is it six months? Right. That's one month, one week. You told me the decision will be quicker than I expected. And truly, it has been rapid. Tears of joy is running down my cheeks. God is God. And will forever be God. What an awesome God he is. Before you clap, wait. This gentleman applied for British citizenship. 
Papa, will you go through this and that? It's not every time people meet me, they ask me, will you go through that? I say yes. So they won't go through. Eh? You were there when, when we went to UCC. Somebody, I picked a lady who was praying about a guy. I went to the lady I was prophesying to her and I saw her praying about a guy she wants to marry. And I went for the guy and I brought her to the lady. I said, you, there's a, a hand. Come and see me. When they came, I, 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 I fixed everything. So everything, that's yes. I'm not a yes man. I am a prophet. I hear by God and I deliver. Praying, fasting, one week, two weeks. Peter taught all night. So, when we were praying, I was praying with him and the Lord suddenly spoke to me. The Lord said, it will happen. I said, it will happen, sir. He said, when? I said, I've entered into four weeks from now. And I see you rejoicing. It will come faster, quicker than what you are believing for. Then he was writing it down. He was also praying. I'm talking about Officer Jack Jemphy. He's been on our feet so many times. He just sent a message. Sir, I'm now a British show, born Ghanaian, but now a British. I'm going for a British ceremony that will commemorate me as a British. Tears of joy. My life has changed. My life has changed. What do you do with what God speaks? Hmm? For three years, he has been working on this. When the word of God came, it didn't take more than five weeks. It didn't take more than five weeks. Whatever you are looking for is available in God. It is available in God. He said, I applied on the 10th of February and the outcome has come on the 25th of March. You told me that decision will be quicker than what I expected. And truly, it has been rapid. When you see a military man crying, there's a problem. He said, tears of joy is running down my cheeks. Why won't you celebrate God for this miracle? Why won't you celebrate God for this testimony? By the time people realize your story will change in the name of Jesus. Amen. I said by the time your people will realize your story would be changed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Wow. Wow. Number two, rest from spiritual burdens. Spiritual burdens. Spiritual burdens. Matthew chapter 11 verse 28. Jesus said, Come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden with burden and I will give you rest. So, there, there are two things Jesus said in that verse. He spoke about, number one, people who are laboring. That is what we looked at. Physical activity 
that is not culminating into results. And number two, he said, those who are heavy laden, there are things laid on them. Heavy things. That is the spiritual. There are people physically, you see, everything is fine. But spiritually, everything is not fine. There are people who cannot sleep. There are people who cannot eat. There are people who cannot be happy. There are people who have been married to spirits. All kinds of things. Physically, very nice. But spiritually, major problem. Major. I remember some time ago, I was praying with a, a, a lady... Who, who is a lawyer? And I saw somebody pick three eggs from her bowl and the person crashed all the eggs. I said, Jesus, the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to me that you have had three children and all of them are dead. He said, true, sir. He said, I see the children in the spirit but they are not in my house. I had visions about them. I saw them. I saw their names. I saw how they looked. But they were never born. I miscarried all the three of them. In the eighth month of each. Physically intact. One of the mistakes that people do is that when they have to consult an expert on the case, they sit by themselves on the case forever. When you are answering a question in class and you are not getting it, that's why you have teachers. When you are dealing with a financial issue you don't understand, that's why they are accountants. But you see the person trying to sit down and work it himself. If you could have worked it, you should have worked it a long time ago. That's, that's engaging in a cycle of non-productive activity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Peter knew that he could do it. Until Jesus said, listen, you can't do it. This is beyond you. It's beyond you. When your car develops a problem, you see how people try to work it and they think it will work. Till finally, small sense comes, they call a mechanic. Are you an expert? Are you an expert? Can you fix a car? Call a mechanic. As I when you have a spiritual problem, you call for a prophet. You can't handle it. You how will you deal with a case when it's a spiritual case where you can't see in the spirit? That's what has happened to many people. So he was praying about it. You are praying about it, but can you hear from God? And when God is going to answer your prayer, he will speak. Can you hear? So how will you solve it? You see people in the house, they have medical conditions. Go to hospital, I won't go. See a doctor, I won't go, they die. Others take the same case to hospital, they leave. Why? There is an expert in that area. <laughs> a prophet is an expert in spiritual things. Huh? Mm. Mm. Say, oh God, it's in the Bible. You said that when we pray, you will answer. If God's going to answer, he will speak. Can you hear? You can't hear. 
you could have had, your situation would have changed. Peter had one thing from Yeshua. He broke through the same day. So what are you saying? So it's not about how much you have worked on what you think you have worked on. It's still labor in vain. It's foolish labor because you don't know. You don't know. Now, when I went to use this, I was preaching, I, I said, right now, if I ask you to pray a prayer about your academics, what will you pray? Then somebody said, I'll pray to get 4.0. And I said, how many of you believe? They all lifted up their hands. I said, wow, that's powerful. But I said, you can get 4.0 and be dead. You can get 4.0 and your parents will not pay your fees to continue. You can get 4.0 and be involved in an accident that will chop your legs. You can get 4.0 and be mad. So you see, your mind is on 4.0. But it takes being spiritually sensitive to know what the devil will attack. Maybe Christ is not the 4.0. If you have a problem with your tooth, do you see an artist to draw for you? As he's drawing, your, 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 your premolars and molars are getting stronger. You see the foolishness of many Christians. If you have a tax problem, you are thinking of tax policies and tax reliefs, do you go and see a lawyer? Does he understand tax? And if you want to buy a land and know whether a land is good, do you see a Baba and tell the Baba that? Do you see a Baba? Do you see a Master? Do you see a Baba? Yeah, people have spiritual issues and they are seeing their fathers and their mothers in the house about it. How do you discuss a spiritual issue with a physical parent who cannot see and hear? What advice will he give you? A brony level. So, you see people striving for answer but looking at the wrong place. That's how you see students. Full, they are looking for a teacher. Sir, sir, please, have you seen Madame Vera? I said, no, why? Sir, I want to, I want to ask her a question. Okay. Well, we'll, they are looking. One hour, they have not found Madame Vera. They meet Madame Vera. Madame Vera is teaching catering. And they go and show Madame Vera. Madame Vera, this French word, what does it mean? That's how most people are living their lives. Hmm? So you see a student before a teacher, but you see that the language and terminologies that they are relating does not match their expertise. So it's a waste of time. No, I want to uh, fix my DSTV. Then I went to police station. They say, "What?" I said, "I have a case. My DSTV is not working. Come and help me." They will even arrest me. Say this. this man. Is that not what most people are doing? They are looking for right answers at the wrong place.
Isaiah 10, 27. Spiritual burdens can only be taken off by spiritual power. Is somebody here? If the burden is spiritual, it is only spiritual power that will be able to take it away. Spiritual power. And it shall come to pass, Isaiah 10, 27. That his burden shall be taken away from off your shoulder. Everybody say his burden. Amen. From your shoulder. That means somebody has placed somebody's burden on another person's shoulder. His burden from your shoulder. That means the, the burden was not your burden. But he put his burden on your shoulder. A slavery. It's slavery. Mm -hmm. And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off your shoulder and his yoke from off your neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. The anointing is the only thing that is able to break spiritual yokes. The anointing. The anointing is the only force that carries power to break spiritual yokes. The anointing. When students are on campus and they try to see a lecturer and they cannot see the lecture, they don't complain. But if they have a pastor, they're trying to see and if they don't see the pastor, they complain. Are you mad? When you are not seeing your lecture, were you complaining? When you have a police case, how many times do you go that you see the police CID who is trying to help you? How many times? Do you complain? You even beg him to reschedule. Nonsense. If you know how to see me, you will see me. It's just like that. If you don't know how to, you won't see me. So, when you have a spiritual case, you should be looking for a spiritual solution. And don't go outside Christ, because when you step outside Christ for a solution, the solution you saw will bring a new problem. Uh, say, oh, you want a job? Come with crocodile middle name. The, the, the small intestine of a horse. The third finger of an ostrich. And the eyelashes, the eyelashes of an elephant. But until you have this, you will be an archaeologist. It takes the anointing. It takes the anointing to break the yoke. It takes the anointing. 
So spiritual yokes don't need counseling. They need the anointing. So when I see people who have a spiritual condition and the people around them, they are comforting them, it is okay. It will be well. To be well. To be well. It's okay. I'm around. Can cry on my shoulder. It doesn't change anything. You see some people becoming experts of nothing. This is a problem. They have gone to them. This is a problem. They have gone to them. Come and cry. Counselor. The Holy Spirit is our counselor. How can you be counselor without results? Anywhere the Holy Spirit is, there is results. Which counselor? Which counselor are you? Counselor with more problems than the person who is coming for counseling. So when you have a spiritual problem, seek for the anointing to turn it around. <laughs> counseling. Counseling. Look at the American church. How many times do you see an American pastor preaching and he talk about a testimony, a miracle, a breakthrough, a prophetic word? They are just motivating the people in the church. As the pastor is motivated, they are also tapping their ties. So I say it's going to work. I say it's going to work. America preach 15 minutes. As a God is gonna do it. Say amen. Say amen. I don't move in way. Listen. When you come, you, you know what is here. Few weeks ago, I called a student who is doing his master. He called me. Somewhere in is it US or UK? I don't remember. He said, Papa, all the buildings in our school are moving around. When I lift up my eyes, I say, Yes. They will move around. Round, round, round. There is a fire on the mountain. Run, run, run. They will move. To America. I said, I've entered to Kumasi. How are you there? He said, Papa, that's where I'm coming from. I said, I've entered to Odium Ranabad, going to work. Papa, that's where my house is. Okay. So I've entered. Where are you going? Somebody gave you this color. They said, Papa, is here. Somebody gave you this thing, color. I said, Papa, is here. I said, burn it. Burn it right now. When you are done burning it, call me. By the time you finish, Papa, I, I trap. Now, is it going to wear spectacles to see things well? It's a spiritual situation. So you see people blowing non far, just non far. When people have serious spiritual issues, then they are talking nonsense. Give me Mark chapter 5. The anointing is the yoke lifter. And the burden breaker, the anointing. You have a spiritual issue. You seek for the power of the anointing. You can do it. There is a spiritual inertia. There is a spiritual inertia that makes it impossible for people to move forward. And you can do it as a more. Huh. Oh, mommy, 25. 
Mark 5.25. Look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor you can do it. You can do it. Yeah. Tell your neighbor, be yourself. Be yourself. Just, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah. Tell your neighbor, the power is in you. The power is in you. What is your power? What is your power? What is your power? What is your power? What is power? Power be home. The power is in the anointing. And a certain woman which had had an issue of blood for 12 years. Let's go. And has suffered many things of many medical doctors. And has spent all that she had and was nothing better but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind. The press behind. Anytime when you see a man of God, remember that there will be a press around him. So you have to press. You have to press. That's it. That's it. Well, when you, you, the first day I started doing one-on-one -on -one meetings, how many people came to my room? Raymond, the first day. Did you, did you count? You didn't count. What about the second day? You also didn't count. Okay, so the first day, when did I sit down? The first day, when we went to the castle and we came back, around 11. When, when did we take our lunch? 7 p.m., 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. I was sitting on one chair, meeting people, meeting people, meeting people. And when we were done taking our lunch at 7 p.m., and we sat down like, I think 8, 30 or so, when did we sleep? When, when the ladies, the executives came around, when did we sleep? Around 12 a.m. So after 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., I sit down 8.30 to 12. And 12, when did, when, when, when did I wake up to prepare for service? 2 a.m. I slept two hours. And when I was done with service and I sat down, I, how many people came? The second day was more than the first day. Talking about more than 120 people. They want to meet the prophet. And when you come, Raymond said, you wait, you come, you wait, you come. That's it. There's always a press around a man of God. There's a press around a man of God. Wait. I mean, some, some, at a point, some people even got angry. I, that's why I called it. I said, I hear some people are misbehaving. And they say, oh no, they are not misbehaving. They said they came earlier. If, if they, I had heard that they misbehaved, I just go and say, who is the one complaining that he came earlier and I've not allowed? He should come and sit on my chair. I'm coming for counseling. When he frater. And the work that this guy did as my ministry and PA combined for that outreach, it's not easy. You see, you see people standing there for three hours to see me for five minutes. Press. I called him, he didn't fake. I will see what you see. I'm not the frost in Oman Pima. The day we wanted to see Apostle Usuben Pamasajai, I saw a woman standing at the entrance, number one. More than three hours she hadn't entered. The number one. I said, God, give me protocol here. I'm, one, 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 I'm number 23. Number one has not entered. Three hours has gone. They say 30 minutes, but probably sorry. 
jana niamini babi amini mamso na ubahasa na mamso na ukupa poso mamso fa kubili press me kurango funi mi dini mio na wa lati are masa you press o dia ehunhu ye ni level na mo anu nyeden more than level When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. Let's go. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be made whole. Today somebody will be made whole in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And straight away the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. It was a spiritual condition. If you can see clearly. The reason why it was spiritual was because medical doctors had worked on the same condition for 12 years. It didn't change. If it was physical, give me that verse, verse 26. It was, if it was physical, this is the word, physicians coming from physical experts. Huh? If it was a physiological condition, they would have nipped it in the bud. It was beyond them. It was a spiritual burden. But virtue came out of Jesus and that virtue, that anointing healed the woman. So a spiritual sickness will be healed by the anointing. No counseling. Five ways off. Now, if you have a, a, a parent or a sibling who is smart and they inject the person to sleep, when the person wakes up, the madness leaves. Mm, it just sleeps for a while now. You have to ask yourself, how will this madness leave? That's the question. He'll be sleeping all his life. I wake up, sleep up. He'll be sleeping all his life. Is that the solution? So when you are in a spiritual situation, you find the anointing to lift up that yoke. The anointing. That is how this woman was healed. By the anointing. I have seen people who are barren by the power of prayer and the prophetic. Oh, they have children. I've seen people who have incurable diseases by the power of the anointing, prayer, boom, it changes. It is definitely beyond the physical. It is beyond the physical. I see God giving you rest from every spiritual bondage in the name of Jesus. Amen. You remember that my son that we were praying, I saw an old woman sleeping with him. Spiritual. He said he wake up sometimes he sees blood on the bed. Every time I have that dream with the old woman. She so says, this one, how do you, why, why are you going to meet the old women in the world to investigate which of the women is the one? As I was missing, the Lord opened my eyes I pick it. I, I pray for, from today, it will never happen again. Say amen, say amen, amen. We all clap. Up till now, he says, never showed up again. Because when I was me, I said, I see the woman gathering everything that belongs to her and she has moved from your house. This one too that I'm saying that I see. Did you, 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 did you see it? But as I was finishing, I see it. The guy who had that issue said it has truly left. It's a spiritual thing. Yeah. Impotency, infertility. I've seen all kinds of things. You, you enter into the spirit. You, you, you see the root of it. And you deal with it. Spiritual. 
spiritual. Let every spiritual burden be lifted in the name of the Lord Jesus. Number three and finally, rest from mental and emotional challenges. You need rest from mental and emotional challenges. We have talked about how Peter labored all night long physically, engaging in something entrepreneurial or financial, and yet caught nothing. You remember that? He said, I've toiled all night long. <laughs> I, I prayed with people say, I sit behind the book for six hours, but I don't remember thing. This is not counseling. You need an academic mentor. He will tell you how to. Who, who can teach you how to remember something? Who can teach you how to remember something? It's a mental thing. And you, Penna, you are struggling with it. I remember one day I went to Fruit of Christ, Prophet Manfred the Champ, and he was praying. He, he called a certain young girl. He said, Girl, come here. Where is your mother? And the mother came. He said, This is your child. Used to be very intelligent. The mother said, Yes. But he said, But there's something spiritual happening to her. I see that they have used her head as a saucepan. And witches are using her head as a saucepan to cook food in it. They are cooking food in it. And the woman said, my, my daughter's head becomes very hot at night. The whole of the night. And in the morning, it cools down. And then night, soon on Monday, you man. Normally, you you man, fire, fire, and heat, heat. And she, and they say, I own the two idea. I'm going to pray for her. And this and that. Amen. We lifted up a prayer. I went there another time. The two months or I think two months later, he was, he was, the woman had come. She was actually a headmistress. Huh? She had come testifying. My daughter has moved from being the last in the class to the second in one term. I just stood up. I, I stood up. I said, mm -hmm. uh -huh. so, so, hey, Wale, something is in that thing. Huh? You are spiritually a yedi bibi. Papa, when I take a book, I go blank. I don't see anything. Papa, when I when I sit for I don't remember anything. When I step out, I remember the answers. Now, what 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 we have in our kind answers. Look, what what you answer what answers now. What kind of the One of these meetings, a gentleman said, Papa, I'm a very intelligent, I have the first class. I said, wow, congratulations. He said, but I sat for a paper and fear came upon me like blanket. I couldn't write anything. I said, how? He said, Papa, you are, you, are, you are the prophet. That's what I'm telling you. He, does, he can't even explain the thing. Spiritual. Look at Matthew eleven twenty nine. Look at say advice in the money passes on. Huh? 
So, Papa, we have a sister. She likes sleeping with guys. We have talked to her, sir. She's not stopping. Who talked to her to start? Is it talking that made her start? Why do you think talking will let her stop? She knows what she sees when she sleeps. And the spirits and the powers. There was a lady I was praying with, a woman of God, a serious evangelist. She said, I'm 40 years. I'm 40 years. I'm not married. I said, well, I said, I used to have a vision. A man would be telling me in the dream when I was younger, my And the man would disappear. That was all that conversation. Forty years. I don't know what they be call birth and death. And now say what they be call court. You see how we use it to only say throw ni pan or so. I want to need din ni ensay I want to na din be na watro. Bra spiritual din be na watro. Now what? Okay, what road din go? Yes. Okay, any friend bra na yengu I want to know. This one na na ni mano. Huh? A spiritual. There are people about to marry. Say, I had a dream. Somebody took my wedding ring. There is a woman of God married. She saw somebody fighting her over there, over her own wedding gown. And the, the lady who was fighting her tore the gown. And so half of the gown was with the woman and half was with her. And the lady took one of her slippers and she was wearing the other one. And she woke up. She is dead. And that woman who took the half of the guy, half of the son, is marrying her husband. Timmy, I'm a honey power man, and also, I am a spirit. Matthew 11 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. Do you see that? This particular rest is unto your soul. It's unto your soul. So there must be rest for your emotions. There must be rest for your mind. Your soul is made up of your will, your intellect, and your emotions. And there are people who don't have rest in that area. They don't have rest. Recently, was it last week or last week? Well, I think last week Sunday, I was prophesying to one of my daughters here. I said there was the fear of death, and I, I said I've entered death. This and that, and I prayed about. It. And she, you, you saw how the demons screamed and left. And then when we're done, I asked her some question. She said, "I don't see myself where I will be in the next five years. I don't see it. I don't see it. Do you know what that means? Do you know what it means?" Her spirit is telling her five years will not meet her. Hmm? I know you have a pay calendar and I'm say to from 2022 2022. So sit down and wait for 2022. After 2022, you enter 2023. Master, who human dear near canoe? 
You shall find rest unto your souls. Any issue that looks like madness, I see you coming out of it in the name of Jesus. Because that is rest for your soul. And listen, if you are coming from a house that somebody has been mad before, it's a serious thing, man. And the spirit of madness eh, is, is the most disgraceful spirit ever. Yesterday when we were coming, you saw a guy who had gone mad, fresh. Yeah. Look at the guy. He's just, he's just, turned, he's just turned mad. He's fresh. And he was walking in the middle of the road. Is it Malam? Fresh. Fresh like fresh vegetables. You see other people, they are so emotionally unbalanced every time you need rest. You see people mentally, they are very much unstable. You need rest. Something is happening up there. In fact, when demons will actually destroy your life, they start from your mind. That's the thing. That's why you hear people say they hear voices, they see things. Huh? Do you know how many messages I receive daily about people seeing things and hearing voices? It sounds like the prophetic. It's madness. Madness. So one day, pa, they are off. And madness and casa, it does not move from family to family. It moves from relative to relative. You didn't get what I said. The spirit that disgraces people, it does not travel outside the family. When it falls in one family and it picks, let's say, a brother or a sister, you see the next person is a cousin. You see the next person is the last born. It will will, will sit on everybody in the house. Yes. Very disgraceful. And when you see how mental and emotional people have destroyed their lives, you'll be so surprised. You'll be so surprised. Emotional imbalance. There are people, every time they... They, they are, something is happening to their mind. They are crying. They are weeping. I remember one gentleman they brought from airport residential area. When we were praying, he said, he said, he said, he started calculating something. He started doing his hands like this. Yeah. So, well, what are you doing? He said, he's calculating the distance between the earth and the whatever. Ooh. And then he started explaining to us how a second, the, the distance from the earth to Oh, the in an orbital, the seconds involved. Oh, massa. This is madness by physics. Madness by physics. And how in two minutes he can see five thousand people talking to him. Five thousand people in two minutes. Massa, we prayed for the guy more than three years. More than three years. Every day they work. The mother is a rich woman. So, you, you see, madness too, there are, are graduations of madness. People are mad. But if you are mad and you are for a poor, a poor home, you are madder. <laughs> you are madder because you don't have money. You see, mad people, they are, they, they, the top is spray starch top, but they are mad. You see, you can see a mad person say, hello, he, he's mad, but he has little courtesy and comportment. 
Because he's coming from a rich home. You see a mad person, they have sat the person in a fortuna. He's sitting at the back of a Prado. They bring him to prayer meeting. But you see that this mad person at least deserves some reco uh, recommendation and respect. Because when you see him, you, you, you see he's nice, even though he's mad. You have sympathy for him. That this madness, it's not really has gone far like that. But you see mad, you see mad. <laughs> Oh, here, spiritual. How will you heal madness? Oh, is it five ways of not being mad? One, not be mad. Two, don't be mad. Three, you shouldn't be mad. Four, you couldn't be mad. Five, you're willing to be mad. At the Atini Pastor spiritually, Rest for your souls. You are in school. You try as much as possible to study. Yet you don't remember anything. I said one time we were having a presentation. Our viva for the first year when I was doing my MPhil. Huh? I mean projector on. AC is on. Light on. I couldn't see anything on the flat screen. I said, huh? what's this? They said read. Read. More than 10 minutes. When, when we're done, so they said, no, go and do your, I mean, they, they gave me another opportunity. So, when we're, when we're going out of the class, Isaac said, Charlie, what's up? I said, I don't know. I don't know. Ooh, best student, pa, was Jai Jimmy, you know, tonight, I'm saying, Isaac, Dave. I don't know. I put three days fasting to it. The next time I saw everything, same board, same work. Yeah, when things are attacking you spiritually, yeah, be sincere with it, admit it, and find solution faster. That's how people die from glaucoma. When they can't see, they can't, they won't admit that they can't see. So, oh, I, I can't see this. I sister, My father in the ministry said, every time I slept, this old woman comes to sleep with me. Hey! For years. Every night. Till he contacted an anointing that broke it. Okay? He said, what Near the to her. you. will be anything to do on way, So be near near you can you can jump, you can jump, you can do it. Just believe. Imagine it. Stretch. Keep stretching. Your hand will touch it. I say it will touch it. Why yes, sir? It will be a watcher. So oh, when I be so you know. Be beer more dimensions, woman. Unsend no horse, one said no hop. And I can go for clinics, me and cancer, almost say, yeah, transfer. 
akokolebu je transfer ko 37 so ke ze da here o ye na medical doctors do mu se no an isu an e ho no a teaching hospital what a teaching hospital has ye ye te doctors wo ho ha what a tikoko fo ni ade na tete ni mo na we to goko na we to mbesi na we to nkosu ya mo na tete o mo ho mo tete doctors we can say the same level or a specialty in that area so there are many people who are battling with something but they have not recognized the need to change their approach towards the solution the victory is what brings the rest isaiah chapter 40 verse 1 Comfort you, comfort you. Speak comfortably unto Zion. Tell her that her warfare is accomplished. Comfort came when the warfare was accomplished. So, if you are going to have rest and comfort, it will come because you win the war. But to win the war, it will come because you have faith. And to have faith, it will come because you have the word of God. So, it's a system. And in the word of God, you are going to see how the anointing is powerful to change your level. Now, whatever situation there is in your life that is causing you pain, I declare that situation is coming to an end in the name of Jesus. Amen. One day there was a man who came to Jesus. He said, Master, I have a servant. He is a military man. He is a wonderful soldier. But he's dying. Come to my home and heal him. Jesus said, let's go. Then the man changed his mind. He said, listen, don't even come again. Speak. Just speak. When you speak here, my servant will be healed there. You've seen how people have joined our Facebook live. They are in Asia. They are in Europe. And I declare prophetic word. And it happens to them there. As I went to UCC, so one guy came to me and said, I've had a vision. I've seen you four times in my vision. You remember that guy? I've seen The first one, you said this. The second one, you said this. The third one, you said this. The fourth one, I've never met a guy. And when I met you the first time you said this, this change. When I met you in the vision, and it happened in my life. So wow, I've never seen him. Yet you see other people very close, and their lives look like question mark. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest. You shall find rest. I pray for somebody today that in the name of Jesus, you shall find rest for your soul. Amen. Any confusion you are experiencing in your academics and in your mind, I declare that you shall find rest in the name of Jesus. Amen. There are people, when a good person comes their way, they fight with the person. When a bad person comes, they stay with him for long. Baby womb, huh? I don't have a bomb, huh? Baby womb, huh? There are people, when you see this door is beautiful and this is not nice. You see how they will want the one that is not nice to change it to become beautiful. Whoever gave them that assignment? So I'm, a, I'm a hero. I'm a hero. Imagine deciding that you will build your own car and you won't buy a car. When will you sit in a car? You that you, you your, when we say draw a car when you finish, people ask that. Now, the end of the draw. The end of the draw. So, I can say, oh, okay, I can't. 
Utu obi ehuka ye ehuka. Ani e bisa se de no adro no. Ha? Se kanu on se de yin o se e shoe e se e ka on. You are going to build your car. You are going to build your ties. Going to build an engine. Going to build a body. Going to build all the electrical, all the electronic. You will build all of them. You will be trick and we pay the price this morning we are here to pray hallelujah Amen. we are here to pray let every confusion that is going on in my family come to an end in the name of Jesus Amen. we are going to pray I want you to lift up your voice begin to thank God for the word Lift up your voice. This is our covenant day of all round rest. Lift up your voice. Just breathe your name upon me. Breathe. Just breathe your name upon me. Breathe. Lift up your voice. Shekata kapa. Just breathe your name upon me, breathe. Just breathe your name upon me. Are you praying? If you cannot hear your own voice, then you are not praying. Just breathe your name upon me, breathe. Your hey, oh hey, is your name, breathe, Lord. Just breathe your name upon me, Just breathe your name Father, I thank you for the word. Lift up your voice and thank God. Your your name, breathe, Lord. Mahataka Saka Pranaka, breathe your name upon me, breathe. Shekatakatala da Balabada Balabra Balada Balabada 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 and as we engage the power of the anointing, spiritual situations will turn around. Amen. Mental situations will turn around. Amen. And physical situations will turn around. Amen. Somebody say a better amen. amen. Mark chapter 6 verse 13. And they cast out many devils and anointed with oil many that were sick and healed them. Have you ever seen a sick man who looks restful before? He looks, he looks helpless and restless. When they engage the power of the oil, two things happen. Spiritual forces left them and many who were sick physically also were healed. And remember that sickness includes mental state of mind. That means the engagement with the oil brought all round rest. Physical, spiritual, mental. 
You are not here to learn how to preach. You are here for your life to improve. Well, you see, lectures as all the poorest people, even though they have notes. How many lectures can employ entrepreneurs? Almost none. They have their points. You don't have the power. God did not call you to be a grapher. You are not here to draw things. You are here to have answers. Huh? We are engaging the anointed. I am going around myself anointing everybody with oil here. That as I anoint you with oil, may every spiritual frustration, every mental frustration, and may every physical frustration come to an end. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Stand to your feet for me. You have received all you need to know today in order to assess your next level with ease. Agree to the word, accept it, adjust to it and apply it. Your results are coming. You can contact the man of God on plus 233-577-296-916 or on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, podcast and YouTube by the handle Prophet Ohinibe Queen. You can also meet him live at the Mountain of Results Auditorium, Dansuman Market Complex, Accra, Ghana. Stay blessed. To clear my day.